Hello and welcome to another edition of the Redbird Report. This is Vedette Sports Editor Nate Head, and I'm joined by former soccer beat reporter and future women's basketball beat reporter Nick Landy. Nick, how are you doing today? It's going good, Nate. Had to be bundled up a little bit because it's gotten a lot colder since we last talked to, to each other on this report. But other than that, almost to the end of the semester, everything's going good. Yeah, definitely much colder out. Not a huge fan, but, uh, you know, it's a Wednesday. We're almost through the week, so, you know, plenty to be positive about. So, Nick, you know, we're here to talk a little ISU soccer. You know, as we know, the, the season ended in the first round of the conference tournament. To you and I, on Sunday, a 1-0 to defeat. Um, obviously, this team really kind of came short of expectations this year. You know, they were projected in the preseason polls to, you know, repeat as conference champions. And, you know, they just didn't do that. Um, they barely squeaked into the tournament, uh, per se. You know, they're the fourth or fifth seed. And, um, you know, just, just really kind of fizzled out. So I'd like to just hear from you. You covered the team all year. You know, if you had to, you know, pinpoint one aspect of this team that just was really you know was lacking what would you you know what would you say definitely the offense i think that's the consensus you would come across with just about everybody on the team is that with losing a true goal scorer like lauren kale this team could never find someone to fill or a group of players to fill that void and that's what led to their downfall 15 out of the 20 games they played this season they scored one goal or few and granted some of those games they were able to win one nil or get into end with a scoreless tie because they had strong defense and a solid season really good season from goalkeeper Haley Smith but when they started struggling down the stretch and they had no no goal support to help them that's when the team really started you know piling up the losses near the end of the year Right, right. So, you know, this team got out of the gate slow, and then they seemed to show some signs of life at the end of September and early in October where they rattled off five straight wins and I think six out of seven, you know, a couple of these against conference opponents. You know, they're scoring goals. There's a couple games where they had, you know, they had a four and a three and even a five-goal, um, you know, game against Loyola. You know, looking back to that time where they had scored, you know, they were scoring, they were winning games, um, was this kind of a stretch that you thought would, you know, be enough to put this team, you know, over the hump and, and, and get them back going to, you know, where everybody thought they'd be? I thought so. I thought this team was on the right track throughout the year in terms of development and getting their new players going and uh, acclimated with the system we knew that head coach brad sylvia wasn't going to really change that many things up compared to his predecessor eric goals who he worked for the previous two seasons the one big thing i did note that was clearly evident is that the set pieces i think were a little bit improved compared to last year and sylvie told me that it was because they put a lot more time into that in practice than compared to years past and that definitely helped them in some big games throughout the season but I was definitely shocked. Even you granted those opponents like Evansville were are would you I would not even though Evansville was really good last year, they did not make the MVC tournament this year. I they wouldn't call them as they wouldn't say they were as good as teams like Drake and Missouri State who they ended up losing to later. So you, you have to take that into consideration. But with that said, I was def I was kind of, yeah, shocked that they couldn't keep that going and that in the last couple of games of the season they fell back into that that not drought but that kind of stretch where they were just going back to scoring usually one goal a game 
Right, and you know, speaking of Brad Sylvie, this was his first year, you know, as the head coach. You mentioned that he, you know, worked as an assistant the past couple years. Um, you know, I just like to hear your kind of general thoughts on how he did in his debut season at the helm, and and you know, I know you talked to him after that UNI game. Um, you know, what, what was you know what were his thoughts after that game? He it was a tough conversation for him. He I could definitely tell that he it was a hard moment for him to know that his first season. Um, that just ended like that. I think he truly believed that this team had potential to repeat or at least make another good run. And I think, and remember, he's now been with this team for three years total. He's gone to spend three years with a lot of these players and develop relationships with them. And this Sunday was the time he had to like, you know, acknowledge that their playing careers with at ISU ended and that, you know, that was going to be it. So it's a tough time for him. But overall, I mean, it wasn't, it was, I thought it was fine. You have to remember Eric Goals, his first season here was, uh, went six, only had six wins, went six, 10 and two, I think was the final record. Hmm. Uh, and granted, he had to deal with a lot of new talent as well. He didn't, he didn't have a uh, major goal score like Rachel Tejada, who's the program's, um, who's one of the, greatest scores in mvc history basically so just like goals a few years ago sylvie definitely had to deal with a lot of loss of talent but he's already been able to bring in some really good young players like sarah lafayette mm -hmm. who you can expect to be contributors to this team in the future and he's still got a lot of good veterans returning like haley smith especially if he can continue to have haley smith in the net and developing and continue developing and becoming a better goalkeeper than she's already been. She's already one of the top goalkeepers in the Valley, but if she keeps getting better, she could end up being the top goalkeeper in the conference when it's all said and done. So it, going back to that phone conversation I had with him after the UNI loss on Sunday, definitely disappointed, but at the same time, he's still extremely optimistic about the direction of this program moving forward. He likes the young talent he has. He's also very excited about the young, the next recruiting class he's going to be bringing in. He, I think he thinks that group can make some big contributions to this team right out of the gate. So he's disappointed, but he's not down on himself. He's not down on the team. He's still is happy with what they are able to accomplish throughout the year. And I think he's really ready to just get going and try to get back to the top of the mountain next season. All right. And you kind of alluded to it already, but, um, you know, this team is going to be, you know, graduating a few seniors, uh, you know, Hannah Rogers, Kelly Zickert, um, you know, Emily Dickin, uh, Dickman. So, you know, it's going to be a new, new look team a little bit, but, you know, you, you've mentioned that, this team is going to be fine in terms of you know experience and, and and talent i just like to hear you know some you know some specific you know uh athletes that you think is going to make a contribution next season and it's important to remember Haley smith one of the top goalkeepers is only a sophomore so she still mm -hmm. has a couple of years left but i just like to hear who who you are expecting in the next you know year or two to to continue to make contributions to this team well first off there are going to be a lot of question marks another thing Brad had to deal with throughout this season was a good amount of injury problems. Kylie Zerwinski was on and off the field throughout the season because she was dealing with um, a leg injury, I think more specifically a thigh injury, that, and she ultimately couldn't get going. Remember, she led the team in assists last season. She was the one that was setting up Lauren Kale with a lot of those goal-scoring opportunities last year. So if you can get Kylie Zerwinski healthy again, she's still someone, I think, who can still create a lot of scoring opportunities for this, the forwards in that front line moving forward, and they're going to need an asset like her in the future. Another player that they lost this year that I think they would love to have back is Abby Basler. She was out 
um, for the season, and mm-hmm. she had she made some big plays during her freshman year two seasons ago. She's someone I think who can come back and have potential. Um, in terms of players that we are that did get a lot of playing time this year, that I do think you, I do have a lot of confidence that will be the impact players next year. First with the defense, Kate Delfava. She really I think was the one that took over Paige Jarson, filled J- Paige Jarson Beck's role as the top defensive player on this team. Holds that back line together. She won a defensive player of the week honor in the Valley this season, and she too is only a sophomore. So that's someone who Brad I think will want to build that defense around moving forward. And then on offense, Michaela Unger. Uh, she she got off to a really slow start this season, despite winning Freshman of the Year a few years ago. But w- during that stretch where they were starting to score goals again, that, a lot of that had to do with her. When she got the monkey off her back and started actually getting the ball into the back of uh, the net, that's when the team got going. If she's if if she she's going to be someone that are going to look on to be eventually like the goal scorer moving forward, and if she can excel to that role. Uh, then this offense will be a lot better. And then Sarah Lafayette. There's a lot, I think, to be optimistic with Sarah Lafayette. She made some big plays. She was kind of like, I, I would say, I, in my opinion, she was the top freshman of the season, though. You have to give some honorable mentions to other players like Ashley Santos mm-hmm. and Jessica Denny, two players that Brad was also very positive about and what they were able to do both with the ball and away from the ball. So I, I would say those players are the ones you want to keep an eye out for next year. All right, and that'll just about do it for this soccer edition of the Redbird Report. Uh, The ISU Redbirds lost in the first round on Sunday and have ended the season, but the program and the future of it still looks bright. This is Vedette Sports Editor Nate Head, and he is Nick Landy. Thank you for listening, and check us out next time.